0: Right, that's one, that's one. That's one. Speak with diction and conviction close diction, to the microphone. <laughs> What's up, dude? You Hick got an a, you got an opening for this? Yeah, yeah this is it. This, this is, is the it? opening. Ah. Yeah, this is the opening. There's like a theme song now or whatever that I made last week.
1: The, I heard that. That was like The Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. 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 Yoka tap talks. It should have just done that. It probably just did that. <laughs> this is the noisiest place we could have possibly done this podcast
1: (laughs) say again
0: (laughs) yeah so uh we're in the uh yucca tap room uh so happy electric bat arcade
1: so happy to be here i feel like
0: it's like part of the reason you came back was for the arcade right? honestly
1: i'm not gonna lie every time i come to arizona that is half the reason is to come play pinball right for sure
0: yeah, I'm like I was stoked. I know when I came back and saw this uh, room it, like existed this way. Yeah, I think I texted you and Greg like immediately. <laughs> like, you did, dude. You like, gave me the, the heads video. Up. Yeah, and I think you said like I'm coming. Yeah, I'm and coming. Then, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, like I didn't a lie. Month later, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then now you're the the second person asked to be on this podcast, as you pointed out, which means you also listen to it. Well, yeah, I was listening. Means you to might it. be the second person to listen to it. <laughs> for All I know is. I still don't know that. Wait, no,
1: Greg listened to it. Greg, oh, the drummer of Rubedo. Yeah. Well, you kept like name dropping us. Yeah. And and Jason, God bless him, man. He uh, like, I know, right? my heart just like fluttered as soon as he was like, Rubedo's my favorite band. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, that's fun, dude.
1: Ah. That is like some history. <laughs>
0: he, uh, yeah, dude, he loves you guys. He's so nice too. We I love just, him. We just, uh, we just had him here last week. We had the, uh, we had a Cinco de Mayo party with, uh, with a Irish <laughs> punk rock singer. <laughs> <laughs> <for some reason laughs> okay, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know, uh I don't know how far I should delve into that on the Yucca podcast but uh I thought it was funny at least. Yeah. I played I played uh to balance it out, I played uh uh like Los Lobos and shit like that all night as the house music. It felt Fuck good. Yeah. It felt good. Uh yeah, well anyways, cheers, and, buddy. And cheers. We're here. Yeah. We're in the noisy ass uh, arcade. This uh, is course... my life. I love it. Yeah, dude. Well that's why I was uh, we we're gonna set up in the other room with all the the day uh drinkers Day trying, drinkers. I was gonna call them day drunks, and then I, <laughs> I just did, I guess. But they,
1: uh, yeah, they're just hungover. They're they're, they're weeding nice. out right they're now. Nice people,
0: yeah, they're fine. But uh, but yeah, I was starting to set up in there, and there's already music in there. I'm like, it's already. Fuck it, let's just go to the arcade. That's where you're already at. You're already. Well, comfortable I think in there. it's
1: so fucking awesome that you're
0: like doing music and stuff. Cause
1: I'm up yeah. in Santa Fe, New Mexico. There's yeah. nothing,
0: nothing. You, you guys don't even have like a. Uh, like patio, like lounge singing type nobody of thing. Nobody wants to
1: take the chance. Yeah, You see okay, all these so businesses in... out there they are just like, you know, there's a market for it. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to have it. But nobody wants to take the chance. It's right. so frustrating.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I get it. I can't it. blame him. Yeah, I yeah, can't blame I, him. You know, I, I don't know if I ran a business and wasn't like an independent entity for right. the most part in this industry. You know, I'd feel different, maybe. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Being a business that. owner is probably the hardest thing right now. Yeah, i yeah. yeah. I yeah. yeah I'd imagine. I really so admire maybe. everybody who's sticking oh, sticking yeah. with it, going through it. I've shouted out some of them before. Like, in Denver, uh, Paula from Broadway Roxy, she just shout Broadway out to her Broadway Roxy, again. what up? Dude, she just, uh, yeah, she put it on Instagram. I'm like, I'm already censoring myself, but she just had a, a brain surgery for an aneurysm. And then oh. she's like, like a week later, straight hit me up for like, I forgot to send in my avails for my DJ this <laughs> month. I'm like, oh shit, like, uh, how are you, by the way? But, but also, <laughs> Jeez, I'll yeah. be there on the 29th of this month on Saturday. <laughs> I just confirmed that today. But like, that's the perseverance that some people have. I know her venue, uh, Roxy, that took over, What? Uh, pardon me for not being from Denver, but Syntax Opera? Was that syntax. what it was? Syntax. It used to be yeah. Syntax. Okay, right. Yeah. And, And, uh, so there's another location in San Diego and I know, uh, the Broadway Roxy, that is the Roxy rather. And, uh, I know she stayed open in protests. Gotcha. uh, So with some other restaurateurs in the area of like, dude, we're outside, we're outside, we're doing everything you said. But that's,
1: that's goes to like, that's a very important thing right now that everybody I meet has to have something going on right now that's beyond your grasp, you know, like these are like trying times for everybody but like yeah. that's the way I'm trying to approach everybody is give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. They probably are going through some deep ass shit. Oh, She's yeah. going through a brain aneurysm something. Yeah, yeah. I'm still and making running it happen. two businesses. Still booking. Yeah. Still booking Hot shows. Damn.
0: So yeah, so to everyone else out there listening, uh, you know, book some shows, man. We can do yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, and it's coming hit back. Us I'm up. seeing like the Live Nation venues across the country starting to announce their like October and September right type right. of uh, shit. Right. So you know, and it, as the as I the think- Giants go, I'm sure the rest of us will be able to kind of maintain. I guess. I
1: I don't care about the Giants. Giants will survive, no, up, whatever. But I like, mean, unless they the want to sponsor places.
0: this podcast yeah, yeah, or. Yeah, yeah. or I, uh, I, I'd like to buy a Rubedo tour <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, so what have you been doing in Santa Fe? Have you just been hanging out? I've, been, I've lived there for five years now. Wow. Did Which you is, start working
1: at Meow Wolf? I don't, did you move there to work at Meow Wolf? That was not the reason, no. Oh, okay. No, no. I uh, moved there. My sister was having her second child, Okay. and she was opening a business with her and her husband next door. Okay. So she really needed some help and i knew she needed some help and trump just got elected and i was like i need to get the hell out of a big city shit's yeah. going wild so yeah ended up in santa fe I was down there i had connects that i knew these meow wolf kids before like it all blew up yeah so i kind of hit them up and i was like yo i need like some stable income and like the, i remember they were like we we went to a bar with, like, one of the original owners, or the, one of the original guys, and uh, we we're just sitting there and, like, trying to brainstorm what would be my best job, and I was like, dude, just give me a fucking entry-level position. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be with this family here, and yeah. just give me that. Like, let me humble myself. Yeah. And I did. And I started, like, you know, front desk and cleaning toilets and all that shit, and then worked my way up eventually in the event world. To uh when I got laid off in April of last year, I was a venue manager and yeah. private rentals coordinator. Just yeah. cause I, yeah. I, I know the business. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah,
0: yeah. It's good to have someone like like that. Did they have? do they have like a uh, that kind of position prior to you? I mean, not to.
1: Sort of. Well, that's the thing about an, an I mean, evolving grown company. Since you've been there, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: like, No, I saw it. Like th- this new wave of you know everything that's going on right, right. now. It's like uh, I, I
1: think I showed up when they were like a year, year and a half old, yeah. maybe. So there were positions, but they weren't like clearly defined yet. Sure. You, you know, because in the DIY world, you're just like I watch them. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll I do the documentary. I, I okay. got <laughs> it. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, have that. There's some shots in that documentary. This in my backyard.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched that on a plane. I might have, I might have fell, uh, fallen asleep during those parts. Dude, uh. <laughs> that's the only place people have watched it. I'm
1: sure, because like somehow, yeah, like yeah. it, it got like on the airplane. Uh, I mean, not,
0: not for nothing, but I, I just kind of was like, oh, I, I get Meow Wolf. Like I, you know, I get what it do. is and what it's about in a way as what I thought. That's what you know. That's what I, that was my, like, what I thought. It, right. Prior well, to like I'm like, I don't I don't really need I to watch the, this documentary and then uh you know on the, a plane though. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah watch on a plane. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did, but then I, I may have fallen asleep. I fall asleep on flights all the I time. Think yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure the business model is that like you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> the business model is like, oh, you're gonna go in uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're out of your element yeah. and trying to figure shit out, and then you have an experience where you're like Come to the conclusion that it's like, okay, I'm good. I, yeah. I think I got this. And then. And, uh, something throws it for and a then loop. somebody else says you, something else. And it's like,
0: I didn't see that. And it's like, well, you're going to have to go back. Yeah, experience <laughs> it a different way. I think I legit saw, like, uh, an explanation of what Omega Mart was on my like YouTube. Oh uh, shit, I haven't uh, even been there yet. YouTube, feed. I, I've been to Vegas twice since it's been open, and I haven't gone somehow. I, I, the first time, I don't think I understood that it was already open. I thought it was like a coming soon thing. Right. And then I found found out Thad had gone there, and then the second time, I I don't know why I didn't go. I'll probably I'm going there again soon. I'm, I've been going to Vegas yeah, as frequently get, as you've been coming here, so. I'll try to s-
1: get you a ticket or something. I don't. I don't work there anymore, but yeah. I still know people.
0: We'll have you back, right? I um yeah.
1: yeah. I w- I was only laid off because uh, I'm in the events world. Sure. Yeah. And we still don't know when events are gonna happen
0: again. So Pe- people have been asking me that kind of like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, what have you? You know, what's the plan? Are you going back with the Globe Trotters? This and I'm like, oh. I don't know. Like, God what, damn it. Do isn't mean? that
1: the hardest thing? It's yeah, like, like I, I this whole time, I'm, I'm just like,
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, the hardest. Half the time, it's, uh, you know, it's when I'm here at Yucca. So it's someone who hasn't seen me in five, whatever years. And they're like, Oh, you're just you're you're back. What else? And I'm like, This is it right now. I don't have anything. I like Isn't I told this you, enough. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like like I I said it uh, almost every week on this podcast. I'm just happy to be doing the open mic half the time now. Uh, so I'm It like, mi- it lifts my heart. It gives yeah. me joy to know that like you're doing this.
1: I'm yeah. Just, I mean, I've always wanted to like do something with you too. When you were doing the uh up in Denver when you were living with Greg. Yeah. Uh yeah. You were doing the was that oh this? the west side funk club west side podcast. funk podcast. club yeah.
0: podcast wow i didn't say any of that right <laughs> i uh you know that, that that was totally my fault in terms of uh we haven't had an episode come out since christmas i and,
1: dug it i listened to it
0: hey man i gotta tell you i enjoy doing it and i i think there's something to be said like i like i i've joked about it on this podcast i know we have some listeners i've gotten feedback and all that shit but i don't look at the analytics or anything, yeah. So I literally I record it, I mix it down, or do whatever I can, um, and then I send it to them, and they they put it up, and I don't see it again. And, That's uh, smart. That's smart, dude. It is so much because with so with the with those West Side funk clubs, you know, I'm spending all this time. I'm doing you know finding the the right songs, the right moods, all this shit, right, right. putting this mix together. Where let's chop the vocals here, let's talk here, all this whole production, and then I put it up, and then fifty people would listen to it. Which yeah. is is fine, yeah, right? Bad. But when I see it, it was just like, well, this is this is not. I don't know. Ah. It just started hitting me with the like. I, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. So I kind of uh, let that one fall to the wayside. But maybe it'll come back. Well, Greg, Greg said he's been collecting music, so and I've been uh, like DJing back on turntables again, which has like been reviving me a little nice. bit. I'm not using vinyl like you though, but uh. Well, no, I, mean, I, I only picked Serato up vinyl, vinyl
1: because it was like, I started hunting hunting down records yeah. in New you're Mexico. You doing
0: the roller skating uh, thing in Santa that Fe, right? Was
1: right? That's right. All right, so there's this roller rink in Santa Fe, New Mexico. If you're ever there, you got to hit it up. It's called uh, Rockin' Rollers, and it's an alien-themed roller rink. And for some reason or another, uh, I connected with them, and they let me start throwing shows there. And they're like, oh, we used to have DJs here. I was like, I could, I'll, I'll DJ whatever.
0: So I found that's like, like the story of my life. That's right. the story of my entire <laughs> DJ career. Right?
1: I was like, oh, I know people who DJ. Like, you <laughs> were an inspiration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron, DJ Aaron Stereo, for uh, yeah. sure. It's one of my favorites,
0: dude. I yeah. can't, I can't, that's, speaking of uh, shows, I can't wait to, like, be able to DJ with her again. Which oh, my God. Just, I miss just, everybody I know, so much. Back to back, like, uh, I talked to Tolly recently about the dynamic of her and I DJing together, and I was like, oh, I haven't right. found anyone. She understands the weird shit that I do yes. that, that is not straight club or whatever. Totally. And I understand her you know, her need to play more obscure house or whatever it may right. be. We, we get each other's DJ needs. You know what's so, it's yeah, so weird is like shit. I
1: moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and uh, at Meow Wolf, like house is like a, you know, sure. techno is a thing, and yeah. I, I've never... That wasn't my realm. That wasn't yeah. my DIY realm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I'm up in Denver, like you know, we're just like bands and just like throwing shows and put things however the hell we can. But I got to San Fe, New Mexico, and all of a sudden I'm working these shows at MIA Wolf, and everybody's doing this house DJ stuff, and all of a sudden I get that experience. I'm like, oh shit, like I. I know somebody who's way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like I need to get Aaron down here I, and I find I got I got TJ Aaron's here to play rock and rollers at least one yeah. one day. There we produced go. Produced a show there and felt bad and there was only like 50 people who showed up but ah,
0: it happens dude. I I have definitely done shows like that for you, I'm sure and yeah, other people no, I guarantee. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Likewise
0: with you, like
1: when you guys would come up with uh, the Mousepal toys. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember, I'd like we did a show in my basement.
0: Yeah, that was pretty fun. Honestly, though, like I, I like that shit, man. That was great. I miss that kind of stuff in a way too. You know, like I miss, uh, yeah, I miss the the wild times on the road. Which I, it's hard to say if we'll ever get back to quite that. You know what I mean? In terms of we've all kind of well, grown we're up. older now, right? Yeah. How long have you been? How long have you been playing music out, like performing?
1: Well let's see, Rubedo started in two thousand
0: ten. Okay. Um and we the just started was the, name rolling. Of the band before that. I know i heard I heard something recently. Oh shit. I was a in a band back. called Red Orange Yellow. Okay. <laughs> is that, uh, that is that the punk rock one with Greg? Or what was the oh, one no, that no, I saw? No. Like, okay. Uh...
1: So gre so my band, like, we all like they we're just a three piece, but we all grew up together. We went to the same elementary school together. Yeah. I uh, I met Greg, the drummer in my band, about the fifth grade, and he played drums. And I was into like performing. I was like an actor, and like I got like a couple of gigs doing like uh theater shit.
0: But he w- he was cool. He yeah. was actually cool, and it, like he had a Phantom of a, a Phantom of the Opera or birthday party. I know he showed me when he yeah, was like a kid. No, that, yeah, no, that that
1: kind of like I was like, okay, he's a little weird. Yeah, he knows a little bit about this. Okay, cool. But I, I, I think it was sixth grade. I decided I was like, I'm gonna buy a bass Whoa. so that I can play some music with this guy, yeah, and become better friends with him. And I did. And eventually, like, <laughs> our first show was a, the sixth grade talent show.
0: <laughs> is that the is that the one I saw? No, no, I saw that thing that uh oh, uh, you seen Greg, some video? Yeah, I saw that thing that like Greg's dad set up. That was like a showcase or something. Uh, and you guys were kids, like Thad. Thad's in the crowd somehow. Thad's
1: in it. Oh no, that was Cafe Euphrates. Okay, uh, yeah. Another like DIY spot. Like we were kids, like we didn't even know you're like supposed to get paid for shows yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So they're charging people at the door, and like we packed the house just because we're like excited about Dude, it.
0: Dude, I, I think almost everyone that's been on this podcast so far has had, like, that kind of, like... I was listening. Gabo was
1: talking about that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Everyone's had that, like, teenage... I mean, I know I was definitely in, like, a band when I was 14 playing, like, regular-ass nightclubs, like, yeah. dirty-ass... Like, yeah.
1: Thank spots. God those places were around, man, because they I, gave us,
0: like, the experience I to... wonder about that now. Like, I wonder... I, I know there's DIY spots. I know there's right. shit going on that we won't see. That's not... You know, once again, we're old, so, like, it's not right. for us or whatever but um i wonder like are there <laughs> is 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 the culture everywhere just paranoid enough to where dude i i was um uh, i was walking um uh, walking down the street here with uh marsh one of the other engineers and the guy's in chuckles and um we we're reminiscing on a venue that used to be on the corner across which the street. One? doesn't even uh doesn't even exist anymore okay. it was this old uh, uh, like Italian? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was like a tequila bar. Yeah. Whatever the tequila sports bar thing or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't shit. It was just you know local bands only or whatever. Right. But he was like, yeah, I was like young there. I'm like, dude, I was like, um, I think I was like 15 or 16 with this local band, Fred Green, straight taking tequila shots, and Holy they gave shit. them like a three. It was like you know tequila bar, so they gave him a three hundred dollar tequila shot, and they're like, yeah, go ahead, Holy buddy. Like try shit. a little of that. Yeah, yeah, and uh. And I just, you know, it was so amazing, and I didn't, you know, I didn't abuse it. I think I got too drunk maybe once or twice, I'm sure, as a teen. But like, uh, <laughs> I, I just felt so great. Like, oh, this is what it's like. Like this, to me, that was making it. Yes. You know what I mean? When you're, yes. when you're a kid and you see that shit, and you're like the yes. just the other band that plays before you or after you, if they have totally. a nicer amp, you're like they, they made totally. it. They already made it. Yes. They got the Marshall. I don't I'm have still the Marshall. at
1: the point where it's like, when am I gonna make it? You know, <laughs> because you keep getting to those spots where it's like. You, you don't even realize yeah. that it's like, oh, shit. If I look back yeah. to, like, my 16-year-old self yeah. to see who I am today and all the shit I've accomplished, I would have been like, you made it, man. Yeah, just oh, fucking sure. retired. Sure. Yeah. But now there's just, like, so much more I want to do, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I don't think that'll ever stop, right? I mean, I assume not. So you're— so. You start that band with Greg. You're you're we, a teen. This is in that was sixth grade, and eventually we got to like the west grade, west of Denver, grade. right? Is that the area you guys are in? Southwest, yeah. Southwest, we, yeah. Our
1: high school band was called ADD. I know, <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. original. That's the one I yeah. saw. That's the one I saw. I know for sure. As soon ADD. as you tell me that
0: name, I, I for sure that was the band I saw. And we thought we were really original with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Mine, mine was Overflow. 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 I originally
1: think I wanted to call it Detour, just because I had an idea for like a logo. I was like, "All right, we're called Detour, and it's like the Detour sign, but there's a arrow pointing everywhere."
0: Whoa, (laughs) dude! Yeah, those thoughts are so they're so (laughs) profound at the time, and then you look back and like, "I would have hated. I wouldn't listen to that band just off principle." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: actually, I'm humbled. I like Add. They. It's not, I, not bad. It's Express. It, it sounds like, like we it's like. a punk rock band today. We were, it might be. Like, yeah. it might
0: be someone on my lineup at Yucca. Yeah. So, there might be a band called ADD coming up. It sounds like it could be a punk band. So and we, and You guys did it. You yeah. guys did it right.
1: Funny enough, like, we're ADD, and then Greg meets Jason. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Coming okay. down here. And I'm, I remember he came back and he brought this, like, demo CD of Authority Zero. Yeah. And we fucking. Listen to that over and over, and then we started seeing them like get successful on like they they actually got like a a real CD out, you know, and then yeah. like MTV Two became a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one Greg more had minute cable. Comes out. one more <laughs> yeah. minute is just like constantly on that channel. And we're like, holy yeah. fuck, we know this guy.
0: Yeah, that puts it like uh, that makes it closer, right? That makes yes. It, like I-, I thought about that, like with my my niece or nephew, even like they've been. Uh, they've been immersed in like whether it be me or very g or mouse or my my dad playing yes. like are artists like uh, you know uh, women men all these people they're around doers so I think it makes it easier for them almost to where sometimes I'm like you, you guys are a little lazy about it. But well, it's like uh like you know, I get that old no. man of like, dude, when right, we right. were kids, yeah, I yeah. had to I mowed my grandpa's yard to get a DS1 distortion <laughs> pedal cuz that's what Kurt Cobain played and now you're just, you know, with your your uh, iPhone apps and I did and that, that with the Metal Zone. I had a Metal oh, Zone. Oh, dude, I had yeah. a Metal Zone. <laughs> too. That was a uh, boss, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 That like a, it was like a little purple joint. Yeah. Yeah, dude.
1: Well, that's the funny thing is, like, these people who have inspired me, like, throughout the times, Jason was a huge one, Ike Owens, of course, course, and, like, the first time I saw a Mars Volta concert, or, like, even, like, I listened to Sublime a lot, and, like, uh, Real Big Fish was Uh, a turning point for me. I was like, oh, no, I I think Scott's stupid, and then, like, Real Big Fish, I was like, well, but this isn't, like, it's just, (laughs) like, it's like punk rock with horns, you know? (laughs) But yeah. even, like, Ike was on that. And, like, all the, you know, you attract what you're attracted to. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, we're attracted to this, and, like, we're building up, and we're just, you know, pretending that, like, we know what the fuck is going on. And, we're like, oh, we could throw a show at Cafe Euphrates And yeah. uh, even though we knew, didn't know that we should probably actually get paid to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. but uh, along the way, it's, like, all of a sudden, like, these heroes of yours start coming into your life. And yeah. it, to the point where, like, you reconcile that you are now in that, like, same you're the mindset. Artist. You're getting. Yeah, yeah. You're, dude, keep did you're so artist. much for yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. 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 He, like, he made switches, us realize right? that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, it's important to have. I'm, I'm certain of it. You know what I mean? There's no way. I want to be that. I want to yeah. be that for people. Yeah. Yeah. If I
1: can be just half of that for any, any one person, you know, I, yeah. I want to be there for that. Yeah. Even I, uh, at Matt Embre, uh yeah, from the Rx sure, Bandits, sure, yeah. like that was another one that was like, the seeing the first like Rx Bandits live show just blew yeah. me the fuck away, and I was like, whoa, this is a thing. Like that's how you can like, it doesn't matter the room, you're you're gonna give that hundred yeah. percent no matter what, and uh, it, it, and now like the last show that we've played with Rebedo was two thousand nineteen, uh, July fourth and. We had Matt yeah. Embry in our band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> opening a, up for us.
0: And we're like what the dude, fuck is going on? Such a sweetheart, too. That guy is so yes. nice.
1: That's the thing you can't you can't be in this world unless like you're humble and yeah. like you you realize exactly what we're talking about. And that that makes you sweet because yeah. like you're looking for everybody else to grow uh because you've recognized that that's happened to you. I
0: I wonder I wonder if it's a separate realm, too, though. Like I wonder because I think it's easy to say, like, you can't make it in this business if you're not nice or whatever. But we all all know that that's also not the case. I mean, right. There's, there's well, not the way I would want to make it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I I think, you know, you you touched on it before. Like, we all kind of gravitated towards each other. I mean, even our story of how you and I know each other. Yes. Like, it, it, it's all. And then, like, to find out, you know, as I spoke with Jason or, or Greg, like, you know, I knew you guys for a minute, and I was like, oh, they know Authority Zero. That's cool. I had no idea it was this whole deep, you know, Jason was <laughs> babysitting Greg, and, like, you know, at the time, I'm, like, becoming, you know, closer with you and Greg and everyone. It was just, like, so surreal to find out. I think it was here. We went to... Uh, uh Greg uh, came out for like a family thing and we went to like Corners Pasty and then just like all his family oh, was I love here. that place. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. And, and all his <laughs> family was like, I was like, God damn, there's this huge Arizona connection and then like uh when I was sitting with him at the house and you know, we'd be all high talking late night, I realized that he was like working the door at venue the the venue that was actually the first blunt club ever was oh, held shit. Out, The priceless inn. Yeah. He was, like, running the door for Jason there, as, you know, as a teenager or whatever. I'm like, oh, I worked at a telemarketing place in that same <laughs> plaza. And I went to alternative <laughs> high school there as well. And then I went to, you know, drop quit all that to do hip-hop stuff or whatever. Um but yeah, were- it was, like, li- li- like uh, that close. Like, he was in a, like, it's uh, entirely possible that little Greg, as, uh, you know, yes. he's, he's a few years younger than me, was working the door <laughs> while I was, like, you know, working a telemarketing thing over here. Or across the street to Hollywood Alley doing you know a hip hop show or whatever. It's it's wild to think we were that close and then it takes ten years or so or yep. more you know fifteen almost or something, uh, and then all of a sudden you know or we're just I can't we're all in each other's lives no matter what <laughs> we're yeah, here. We,
1: and now you're mentioning them on like every podcast, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Rebedo, yeah, 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 that's yeah. our band. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: even think I did that at the intro. I'll add an intro to this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you, there's
1: no intro on the other ones. I don't want to sound like we're if they made it this far, come on, just go check out yeah, the it's band. Yeah, Kyle
0: from Merbeto. It's gonna say it on the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they clicked on the thing. It's gonna say Kyle from Merbeto. Um, yeah. So okay, so you go, your teens, you're uh, you're throwing those shows. Uh, Glenn's helping you uh, <laughs> set up showcases or whatever. Yeah, Greg's
1: dad was into like video production. He did like all these commercials and stuff that yeah. are well known in Denver. Rockies, Rockies Auto, yeah. but he like. Oh God! I've, God bless Greg's parents because we would. I I brought I bought a bass amp and like brought it over to their their house. Yeah, we'd always have band practice in the basement. Um, I got kicked out of my uh, nest when I was 15 years old, and that family let me like come live there for a minute and yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, but like. They were just so supportive. So I don't know. They're probably never gonna listen to this, but <laughs> Greg is, and Greg, uh, just tell them. I lo- I love you guys. I love them so
0: much. Yeah, I love all them too. So yeah. So so you're practicing. You're doing you're doing that. You go from you go from A D D to rubato, or you go. What was the other no, one? No, there was orange, a, there was a buffer. Did uh, uh, so you so tried, Was yeah. it other people? Did you try to play with other people? And you're like, I no, guess. No, Greg need and I Greg. had a falling out. <laughs> oh.
1: Greg and I have falling out just uh, because cool. we're so young, you know, sure. and like. I had to like live with him, and then yeah, I uh, I you know I'm trying to figure shit out. I was the one who had a a part time job and going to school. Was that when you were working at uh, Casa Bonita? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my. I was a I was a cliff diver at this place called Casa Bonita. There's a Mexican you, restaurant. Disneyland. If you're,
0: not, if you're not familiar with it, there's an episode of uh, South Park in which yes. uh, Cartman is uh, obsessed with. Uh, Going to get the sopapillas right at uh, at Casa Bonita. Yeah, and uh, I had never been there. And the first time I went there, it's exactly like that South Park exactly. episode. So if you yeah. want any frame of reference <laughs> of what there, you could just look up the YouTube clip of when he's dreaming about it in his mind, and they, they show an image of a cliff diver. and that yeah. would have been you.
1: Well, yeah, there's a 30 foot waterfall inside yeah. there, and that's like the in the stage there, right next to that. So that's there the was main one source. here too. There yes, was one here yes. in Mesa, Arizona, right but down there the way. But there was no waterfall from, here. Oh, yeah, okay. It got closed. It looks similar. The, yeah.
0: the 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 outside structure kind of looks similar. It's think, in a strip mall. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There was it's,
1: one in uh, Texas, too.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I, I think thought, it was San we Antonio, special. maybe.
1: Ah. But they both closed Casa Benita's, uh it's the only one that's open still is in Denver. Barely, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like I, I said,
0: I just—I was telling you before the podcast that I just saw an article that there, there's some like investors that got together and they're—they're gonna save it or whatever. Trying to so, save it. All right, God bless that.
1: them. I hope they can do it. Yeah. So
0: you're so you're a teen. You're uh you're diving off cliffs. You, got, off you cliffs, got your plaque on the to... wall. You're an employee of the year yeah. at a uh, uh, Costco. No, Vida. they gave
1: me like a management position way too early. So huh. like. I worked there for a year, I'm I mean, <laughs> 17 years old, and they gave me, they're like, can you manage the entertainment department? I was like, yeah, yeah I can do that. It
0: seems like it, it's, a, from what I remember, it seems like the type of place where it's either like 15-year-olds yeah. or like 40-year-olds who so should have got I it together you, when they were 15 Right, exactly. <laughs> like,
1: no, there was uh, even like a cosmonaut cliff diver there who like dove in the Olympics. Oh. And like, I felt so bad for him. I remember being like. I'm not your boss, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was like
0: 45 years old. I'm yeah. like,
1: you got, you just do what you want to do. But anyway, so,
0: I, I wonder, I, I, I can't help but think about that for a second. Like, it, I wonder if for him though, it's like we're talking about with the, 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 the. It's like, does he still? He's like, well, I still get to do what I love. Yeah. You know, like, no, I still, guaranteed. I'm diving. You know, like, it, it, diving, you know? like uh, the gorillas chasing me, I dive. Whatever. You that's, know, that's like,
1: he. He was my favorite employee for sure because yeah, of that okay, reason. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah, what do you do – also, what do you do after you're an Olympic athlete if you don't exactly. get Wheaties or whatever, right? Well,
1: no, it was even worse. So it was the year that they went on strike. Oh! So he trained his whole life to go to the Olympics and diving. And you had that one
0: shot, yeah. And that yeah. was the
1: one shot. He didn't do oh, it? Man. Oh, I forget his name. I feel so bad.
0: But anyway. Yeah, so you're so you're diving off cliffs you're Diving off cliffs,
1: doing that. And then I – I bought my first synthesizer. Okay, yeah. And this was like right when uh, Bob Moog, uh, right before he died. Okay. I bought uh, Moog Prodigy, which was like an analog synthesizer. And I was like, I I saw a band, uh, I think they were called So Many Dynamos from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And they had used like a synthesizer for the bass. And I was like, whoa, that's ingenious. Yeah. I have a bass amp. Wait, let me give it a synthesizer. And so I, I did... And then I convinced a couple of my friends uh, to let me like play music with them. We came up with a band called Red Orange Yellow, and then at that time Greg had mixed uh, started a band with Alex, who's okay, the yeah. guitar player in Rebeita. Yeah, uh, and they they were doing a thing called Tangible Stereo. So we were <laughs> yeah. we were like. <laughs> These names are go yeah. great. Dude. Yeah, right. I love it. <laughs> but like, we're it's all
0: very uh, Colorado y, too. Like, that, that is the most Colorado y name, I think. What, Colorado's tang- like a, a tangible stereo. Yeah. <laughs> <Something>, <laughs> it's not a metal band. It's no, not a metal band, but no. it's one of those other Colorado bands, if the you thing, know what I mean. That's what it sounds like. <laughs>
1: the thing about like growing up in Colorado is like, you, everybody like had their own sense of cool because yeah. like there's the West Coast and like the East Coast, yeah. and then like we're in the middle. So, like, there wasn't a defined, like, culture to anything. So, really, like, the only sound that came out of Colorado was, like, mixture of, like, all of these things and then weird noise. <laughs> was, yeah. like, that's what defined it.
0: It was like, just some weird noise. I saw a lot of metal when I, I, I ran away to there, uh, to that area you guys were growing up in. I happened to, like, run away when I was, like, 15 from here. What years was uh, that? It would have been 96, maybe. Okay, yeah uh yeah. and uh yeah i remember seeing and, and and it wasn't for necessarily the the group of people i was hanging out with either um but like i was just happen to be right, right around a lot of metal doom metal too like oh, i like it there's I some it. yeah i remember some good dude. doom metal there yeah yeah i went to a lot of basements and drank a lot of uh kegs on a sunday <laughs> that were left over from you know you got to get past a three two beer days and yeah that,
1: yeah well they finally sell alcohol on sundays so that used to be a law
0: yeah yeah that's that's when i was there that's, a, that's <laughs> when i moved back i thought that was still a thing so yeah um
1: anyway if you want to get the origin story of verbato yeah that's
0: where i'm trying to get to yeah where
1: it, uh finally i'm just vagabonding i'm a i'm a weird ass guy and just trying to like go along with my business and figure out life and shit so i'm like Hitchhiking across America, and I heard that uh, the guitar player of their band, Tangible Stereo, Bubba, shout out Bubba. He uh, had a, he he got his uh, wife or girlfriend at the time pregnant, and so they that was their name, you know yeah. Greg and Alex. Yeah. I know I knew Greg's like passion that like he he was gonna do this like this was like his like path forward, yeah. and I had it too, and that's where we connected. So, and I assumed that he had that with Alex and uh, Bubba as well, but then, you know, Bubba had a kid, and that's a life-changing thing. Yeah. So, I remember being out in uh, Florida, and I had this dream. Everything happens so synchronistically, man. You were in Florida.
0: How'd you you get to Florida?
1: Florida, I don't know how I exact. I, I flew there. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. my brother was out there for some reason. Okay, okay. Flew there and then uh, we ended up you know, traveling together. But we we're sleeping. On, <laughs> we we're in Miami and we decided to like find this place to sleep. And we found these two other homeless guys who were like, yo, you guys are going to get like robbed. You should just like s- sleep near us. And we're like, okay. Yeah. It was sketchy as yeah, yeah.
0: fuck you're like either way this seems yeah, yeah yeah you're rolling the dice no matter what so, so my dream that night was best. like
1: i had like my high school sweetheart was in a dream she's like washing dishes and i was like telling her about my life and she just stops and looks at me and she's like what the hell are you doing with your life <laughs> and i was like shook and i was like i don't know what the i i don't know i yeah. have no idea and like I, I got shook and awake, and like a, that morning I was like, I I need to call Greg. Yeah. Like I've this, uh, you our reasons of like splitting up or whatever and not being friends like it's far enough. Let's I gotta just call him. And I called him and I was like, Hey man, I want to start a band with you. And he was like, You're freaking me the fuck out <laughs> because I just talked to Alex yesterday, yeah. and we we're saying that we wanted to reach out to you to start something. So. <sighs> That's awesome, but like that's the first of s- hundreds of synchronicities throughout this whole process, yeah, like of uh, meeting up with Ike
0: and uh yeah, what point did you guys th- meet up with him like uh, fairly early on so, yeah, I we're, assume, right' we, uh, we're just like,
1: let's do this. How do we do this? Yeah. We're gonna record a demo, we need a demo, so then we just got uh at Greg's house, he had a house on uh Santa fe and uh is, or no, a house in Denver on it in the art district before it was the art district and uh we're like coming up with songs i was like i have these songs i wrote on my ukulele and then like we wrote some songs together we recorded them made a quick demo and this is all like within a month yeah. so we like came up with these songs recorded these songs and uh that was april i think we booked our first show uh in uh Grand Junction, it was a house show, yeah. and then another one in Denver. This the second day, yeah. Uh, and they, of course, our very first show we played, we started the synthesizer, is so fucking boomy, especially if, yeah. like through the bass cab. I had uh, we got caught, <laughs> the cops shut it down with I think in our like second or third Damn. song, and that was foretelling of like so many other house shows yeah. that we've gotten shut of down, of course,
0: yeah. <laughs> but uh what wait we, what year is this did you already this see? is
1: 2010 okay. 2010 yeah okay so spring you. of 2010 we booked these shows got an ep decide hey we we want a tour none of us have been on tour let's do this yeah figured it out greg somehow ended up booking a tour but like it was like well. we we're playing in arizona on one weekend and then we'd have like Three days, three or four days oh, off. Oh God, yeah.
0: Oh God, <laughs> and what then go do? play like Long Beach and sure, yeah. It, it was... And you don't have like the the Rolodex no, you have we now. We weren't getting paid couches <laughs> and yeah, yeah. You, like even even beyond the getting paid, like you just don't you hadn't toured enough to even have the like. Right, well I we're broke. Like... like here's a good place to go hang out and be right. broke for three days. You're just no. like fuck. Let's we not just move. threw ourselves into Hot it. Here. What are we it. doing?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't change it for the fucking world, man. It was <laughs> like. Even all of the, like, we're playing shows for, like, one person there. Yeah. But it didn't matter. Greg, Alex, and I had this connection that was just, like, unbeatable. Yeah. That we could do this, like, together was, like, a magical thing. And I could feel us all feeling the magic. So it didn't matter if there was one person there or not. We'd still give that magic. Yeah, I mean, I
0: think that that definitely that's definitely what you guys project. I mean, I was that I you know, I've said it before, I think on here and a million other places like that was the thing of like first seeing you like everyone was "Oh, well oh, shit, that's yeah, real." Yeah, like, and even the the video that I first saw the uh give my heart a break. Yeah, that, the tree uh, sessions. Yeah, yeah, so even like in that, I was like, "Oh, wow, there's a lot of uh, you know, energy and whatever here it was whatever it was it was like jonas and i were both kind of like i remember calling jonas and being like dude look at these fucking like jonas it's wild dude like look look at look at them you know and it was unique and all that shit so it's the the i love that video the energy in the video was great and then you guys showed up and then physically like really (laughs) produced that and once again for you know there was a few more than one, but it was maybe ten. It was way <laughs> more than
1: our the, the night before. That was when we had Ikey. So Ikey, yeah, like, yeah. we flew him out to Denver. We we're yeah. gonna record our second album with him. I told that because yeah. that
0: was what I thought. I was like, ah, I guess he's yeah. just flaking on me. I felt all well. Pretty, the,
1: the pieces yeah. of that story, the the show the night before was in Santa Fe. Yeah, and that show, oh my God, was in a basement for the my sister. She basically she was the only one there. And uh, we fucking went crazy, like, wild, performing just for her. And then she invited us to this mansion that she was house-sitting. Because that's the thing out in Santa Fe, like, rich people live out there, and you can get by by just being a house-sitter to these mansions. That sounds pretty cool, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was great. (laughs) So, like, we show up there, and Ike's, like, in his element, you know? And, like, we just stayed up way too fucking late, and... Didn't realize the time changed. Uh, and then, like, we're driving, we, we decided to go instead of the a- interstate the whole way, we decided to cut through. Oh,
0: yeah, down, uh, like, through Payson and all that yes. or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: But it was the worst time to do it for some reason because it was just foggy as fuck. Ah, and I remember yeah. Alex was driving and you couldn't see, like, five feet in front of the van.
0: <laughs> we, uh, Mouse and I have taken that same road back and made that same mistake, even though we, we live here. And it was uh, uh, like a whiteout. Like it was snowing so much, yeah. it was just complete. Like just, we were just yeah. inching along, and just Star Wars wi- like hyperspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it's wild, dude. Yeah, I, I'll never go that way again. I'll always, I'll always go through Yucca North.
1: <laughs> but it's like those shows, like yeah. that, especially the Pizza Alley like show. Yeah, that holds such a special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah, and those are my favorite ones. Like. I can hardly remember the ones where it's like a sold out crowd and right. and full and stuff unless it had that magic the, It feels like the magic is naturally supposed to happen when it does, you know and yeah
0: I mean the last time we were with Ike I think that that show in Long Beach, I mean that was what fucking. Yeah, was that was an ex-girlfriend before... of mine. <laughs> and like, you know, like a smattering of people we knew in the area. Yeah. And the sound guy sucked. Remember, I, ca- <laughs> I kicked the sound guy yeah. off the console, which <laughs> I would never normally do, but he was so fucking bad. Like, he could not get our right. channel to not ring back. Like right. It was just like, I you got to just stop. Like, you just, just go home, buddy. Like, right. it's just, just, you're done. Like, you don't you don't got it. And then, um, yeah, that night, there's, like, those pictures from that night that I, th- I know I have on my phone for sure, but, like, still with that that few people there we still like i think you guys had the flag at the time and all this like the flags getting torn down and ike Uh, there's like a picture on my phone of like the ike's uh keys are like he's like about to topple them over you're probably already on the ground like it's just remembering like that moment and remembering that there was it was pretty much us in the room (laughs) you were pretty much doing that for me at that moment taking the pictures and it was still as important feeling and felt like yeah this is fucking real it wasn't some fake it's not some fake thing exactly i think that's the that's that's the that's the thing the genuine truth that's truth and that was
1: like the most gratifying and uh biggest lesson i learned from mikey because i was like why is he why is this guy even interested in us like you know like we were gonna we we were like fanboying him but like he would always come back so humbly and he would ask us like, to produce an album before we even asked him, you know? Yeah. And it was because of exactly that. Like, he w- he felt that vibe, yeah. and he, like, fit right into it. And, like, when we were doing it with him, it was like, whoa, he's, holy shit. Like, yeah. here's, like, this person who's doing this thing that, like, we like to do in Greg's living room or whatever, and, and that's how the band started, and, yeah. like, we'll do it for whoever. he He saw that, and he resonated with that. And it, it just—it's truth, like so, it, it's so, that—it's that thing inside of you that you're just like letting
0: out. And how did he first see you? Where was it that he first saw you?
1: The for, Greg met him at this bar called Old Curtis Street. Um, I think there was word going around town that there was like a Mars Volta side project or something going okay. on. Uh, Greg can tell you the story way better, no. but he—he oh, uh, he went to through. the show and, uh, if. Knew, he was he was in tangible stereo at the time and knew like the touring like lifestyle and so he's like I'm gonna go like offer them a place to stay yeah. you know so he went up and offered them a place to stay and then Ike ended up like really connecting with him on like jazz and uh, just music and stuff and they they ended up staying at his house the next time they came through town was when we had Robedo together okay yeah uh and i think we booked a show we booked a house show up in boulder and then a a show in denver and like we realized that he was like producing albums so we're like oh we should ask him we should ask him before we even could he was like hey i need to like reproduce your guys this album you guys need an album right well well, yeah fuck yeah 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 yeah.
0: and that's uh the the first full-length the
1: first full-length, Massa Confusa. Yeah. You can't find it on Spotify. It's I know. Only, I just
0: noticed that, dude.
1: Only on vinyl. Yeah. Watch out.
0: I think so. I think it's only on vinyl. I I have the vinyl still. Hopefully, it's actually at Greg's house. All my vinyls still at Greg's house. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's wild. So. So he he just kind of so he sees you guys when you when he comes back. Right. And it's just instantly like. I want to work with you. you Instantly do that giving album. us advice
1: and just, like, producing. He was producing before I even understood what a producer does.
0: You yeah. Know? And he was doing it more traditional producer style, it seems like. Like, he give us, like,
1: advice. We played a a house show up in Boulder with this rapper from L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, called No Can Do. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy the Lock. Yeah. That's what he, it is now, right? I think so. Fine. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah, but we're
2: playing the show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Shit. Oh, he's And he was like, you need to get on him. he Because he was playing right before us. He was like, you, you got to get on those hip-hop artists. They, they'll they go over their time. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, how do you get on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Go up to him and tap him on the shoulder or something? Uh, yeah. No, he... Dude, I, I'm just... Now I'm just reminiscing. He's... Ikey's the man. He taught me so yeah. much. Ikey Ike forever, for sure.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the shit. So, yeah. So, that, that gets to, like, how I made you guys, I guess. Because after, were you touring for Massive Confused? No, no, no. When, when, I remember, actually, when he hit me up, it was specifically that he was taking you guys to Long Beach to record. That's right. So, you guys weren't even necessarily, uh, you're, I mean, you were doing the smart thing and just, like, well, if we got to drive, we might as well try to right. sell some merch or whatever on the for way a and make a few album. bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So we had Massa Confusa at that point and built a tour to go down to Long Beach to record Love is the Answer. Yeah. And on Massa Confusa, like, he was like pretty much just taking the producer role. Uh-huh. And I think he played the like, piano on one of the songs. Uh, but Those were
0: all songs you guys already had written and everything, right? Right. Yeah, the, yeah.
1: And these were the ones like, I had on the ukulele and we adapted to yeah. make it a band thing. Um, but Love is the Answer was like the first album where we wrote all the songs together and I uh, actually tried them out with Ike. Once we got into the studio, it turned out that, like, I don't know, maybe Ike just, like, was attracted to it more or something, but he played on every, uh, I, I think all the songs. Yeah. Maybe maybe one of them he sat out on, but he played on, like, the entirety of the album. And that was, that was like, our big break, I guess. I don't know what it a big break would be,
0: but, like. <laughs> it got the most traction. That's where the, we started yeah. getting attention, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and then, you know, unfortunately, the story takes a turn, because then in the middle of that, yeah. uh, unfortunately, Ike passed away. Right. And I remember, I mean, I think, I, I got a call from a, a weird person telling, not, not even a weird person, like a, a, good, a fine person. It was just someone who happened to know that and saw like the alert on Rolling Stone or whatever in the morning. Yeah. I yeah. think I think I think you must have been the I think you were the first person I called. It was, it was you Dude, know I you were Greg. I just remember distinctly yeah. like uh, being a quick phone call of just being right. like, what the fuck? Is this real? Yeah. You know, we're both crying and being like Yeah. yeah. And you know, and whatever it was, it was like, cool, all right, well, you know, fuck, I don't know, I'm gonna call so and so. You know, it was like one of those like real quick like shit, this is real, right? It was um, too
1: real. It was like we yeah. had seen him a week before Dude, playing like that a week show to the day, right? If I'm not
0: mistaken, like, yeah. like like one week. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was that was wild, and I know, like I know for you guys, I know it um, was uh, devastating on a whole other level, just beyond the personal things too. I know it. I'm sure it had a. Effect it took on your us a band. while I mean, to even
1: realize that that was like
0: happening. You know, yeah, beyond because yeah. we had to
1: get through. You know the personal reckoning. The stages of grief. Yeah, you know? sure, sure. To so even realize, like, oh shit, like he was, he was our fourth member.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. At that, at that point, it was like, it was like ingrained, right? Yeah, it yeah. was the thing. Like everything you were doing was kind of with all of our uh, goals and, that and, we uh, envisioned
1: of the future in yeah. involved him being there, yeah, succeeding those goals with us. Yeah, and right. So that was so so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. But now, now it's endearing. I uh, coming to like terms with it yeah now we're now the goals that we are achieving he's there like yeah it's, it's that spirit yeah that right? he dove into with us from the very beginning that never like that truth that truth yeah. is there with us yeah in every single show that we play and sure. i can feel him like there
0: yeah yeah no I, I i mean i can see that dude like it you know I think I knew, you know, during the time we were all going through that, we all had our own things going on or whatever. And I, I know you guys kind of like seem like you maybe, maybe not took a break, but I just, I, I felt from the outsider's perspective, even of like, time, okay, man. you guys are kind of like, yeah, you're trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck is next. And then I went out with you guys to finish recording that, um, the album after that. Vodka, vodka, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember going out to San Diego, and I, and, you know i don't know if you guys felt it or if it it was something i was perceiving separate but it did feel like there was like a different vibe to how you guys were approaching it almost but i mean i wasn't there for the recordings of the other albums i just mean in terms of tone like it is just yeah personality your personalities and the way you were like approaching it and i'm sure like individually you're probably each missing him in a different way and being like fuck like and you know you had a great producer on that and all that but like that yeah, was I'm a sure Grievance was like, album for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was like it was a, it was a, it had to have been a huge transition for you, you know, you could just feel, I could feel it and you could feel it in the, the shows and all that.
1: Right. And working working with Ike, like we were trying to work towards getting like a product, you know, yeah. something that like was available to the masses. Cause like he would, he would often, he was like um, producing a Chicano Batman. Oh, yeah. At the same time. Yeah. So uh, like his, record exec connects he would pitch them love is the answer and chicano batman they always went with chicano batman uh nobody ever like took the bait of love is the answer because like dude and like because it wasn't marketable it wasn't like a commercial thing right so like that's where we felt like oh no we 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 want to get to that point we thought we were going to be able to like
0: without him though maybe yeah
1: we didn't really know how we're like okay we're gonna give this a shot
0: when you say not marketable, me mean thinking about the album. Is it like, is it the um, seven-minute songs or whatever? Right. You mean? But like, that's it, what I
1: love about Love Is the Answer. Is like, I mean, that's what I love. Me too. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about your <laughs> band in general.
0: Like uh, you know, I love your short songs and all that. But you know, uh, everything I love is the you know any any song over five minutes where you're going three or four different places and then you're gonna take it right five right. more places when you do it live. you know, right, Depending right. on the night, those are my those are some of my favorite songs from me you guys too. for sure. Vaco was But those. I could see like I could see then like you trying to like Okay, let's take his vision. Or, we, we
1: were or just kind trying to direction. find ourselves, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaco like we decided to take the approach. That was the first album we did uh we tracked drums. Yeah. We didn't track it all live, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um so we decided to like go that route and actually like adjust, you know, like oh it's you, let's take out, like, this note or whatever and, yeah. you know, get nitpicky with it. Yeah. And we decided to make this album. It was extremely frustrating. I remember a time where, I, you know, just having to recall so many projections that I was having, I was tracking my vocals, and I walk into, like, the vocal, or into the, the mixing room. Yeah, Greg's standing there, and he's like, hey, hey, it sounds good, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. like, I took it as, like, Everything that I was perceiving about it, like he was just lying to me. Yeah, and like you've actually to told me this before. I he's remember told having you that. This con- no, you have. Oh, I have. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Remember that day uh, at Saddle Ranch where they gave us like a, a unexplained endless bar tab or whatever, and no. we drink. <laughs> 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 they gave us like every flavor of mimosa or a bloody mary or something like nah, that. Oh, shit. Like a, a, no, I don't remember those days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I know we like- talked about it that time because it was. Uh, I was in LA doing Saddle Ranch and you guys were in LA doing something else. Yeah. And okay. we we hung out for a while. Oh one day. now yeah, I remember. You, you were early. DJing that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And you came in early and I remember talking to you and you saying that specific thing. So like, Yeah. He's yeah, like, like
1: I, I was so mad and I just looked at him and I was like, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. He's just this guy telling me uh, the drummer of the band trying to be supportive, like, that sounded good, you know? And I took it as he was like being sarcastic or something. I'm like, Fuck you Oh, like left, man. I remember Alex had like a emotional thing going on. Like it was wild. And it's so, hard to
0: picture Alex having emotions. Right, I, mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love the dude so much. And uh yeah, I just hard—it's hard to picture him any way other than it just it's like. Right. A little, oh, okay.
1: But that's the thing—we're all brothers, and yeah, so I yeah. think we give ourselves the space to be able yeah. to do that sort of shit.
0: I mean, you guys have known each other for so fucking long, so and long, you're, and you're still, you know, close and and all that. So I mean, that's right. Uh, so
1: that leads us to this album that we just recorded. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we've recorded, gone through uh, this
0: Nashville, right, or uh well Winchester, right? Winchester,
1: Tennessee—the yeah. small ass town that like. Yeah. The, the town square looks like Back to the Future. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I still want to go there, dude. I still you uh, gotta come out with us. Uh, yeah, I, I want it so bad, man. Uh, it's uh, so it's uh, our buddy Michael Lee's studio, right? Michael, Michael and, Lee, uh, Taylor, right? Well, yeah,
1: Michael and, Lee uh, and Taylor Martin uh, own this studio that is Malcolm McDonald. The, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their landlord is Michael McDonald. Yeah, Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm, Not Malcolm.
0: <laughs> Malcolm's the dude. Malcolm McDonald's the uh, McDowell's the dude from uh, Clockwork Orange, right? Uh, is the actor, the the great hair guy? I don't know. Alright, uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but uh, Michael, Michael McDonald, I didn't woo, know who he I was. Can't.
1: Honestly, I like I'm I'm a little yeah, embarrassed oh, you but guys, I didn't even know who he was.
0: You guys were like jamming him uh at the house when you like found out that uh there was a connection and you were going to that studio, and I was like, oh, guys. Yeah. Like, and I legit, I remember being like, I play, because I played the, Key uh, keep forgetting, uh, the, the, the Regulate, the, yeah, the yeah. sample from regular I was like, oh, I know that, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a common thing, you know, if I'm doing original samples or whatever. And I think I played it probably that year, for the, the last Rubedo show, 4th of July. I'm sure I worked it in one of the uh, walk-in music sets or whatever.
1: That's a go-to for me. I found it on 45, yeah. Yeah, oh, there you <laughs> go,
0: dude, yeah. You, I just got the digital. Yeah, so now, yeah, so you, uh, the first three songs just came out, what, two weeks ago now? Three yeah, we're going
1: to start releasing them like in EPs, a little yeah. bit different than the way we did before, but... How uh, many How many EPs total? Four EPs. Okay. The full album should be out by July, January of next year.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is
1: kind of good. We got a little buffer... You can't really like play shows yeah. and book tours right now. So shit's we're, not
0: shit's not all the way back. So it's like yeah, we're like, trying. Greg, to Greg's about it. to have a baby. Yep, Greg's having <laughs> like, a baby. Congrats, and fucking, Greg I and Bree. I know, right? So little adorable. Montgomery, little Montgomery. I yeah, I can't wait to go out there and uh get to see the the baby soon. I'm gonna be out there pretty soon. Yeah, I gotta come visit you in Santa Fe too. Please do, dude. I'm so lonely out it's there. Hard, it's hard to get there, dude. I told you this every time. If there was a it's direct not flight. hard to get there. If there was a direct flight there. Okay. On well, United. Flying. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
1: you can, I have found some cheap-ass flights. We have a tiny-ass airport where, yeah. like, you know, they roll up the thing and you have to, like, oh, yeah, I love walk that on the ramp and stuff.
0: Yeah, it'd be like a little Bow Wow, acting yeah. like it's your private jet and shit.
1: They, like, last minute, you can get some cheap-ass flights. Yeah. But what I'm saying, like, Tour wise, it's a pit stop between you know here in Denver. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you got and it. Yeah, like to. that's what I wanted to do is like host all these bands and all my friends and yeah. stuff because that's what you do I mean, touring the, yeah. for 11 years. You build these connects and shit. I see people more than I see my, my family, you right? Know? Right, yeah. like Mouse and stuff is like, yeah. I'm I miss that. I miss yeah uh, yeah. Anybody just like showing up randomly into town, be like, "Yo, you need a place to crash? Like, you yeah. need a gig or whatever? I don't know. You want? Let me host you. I'm gonna give you free passes, meow Wolf, and we're gonna go to 10,000 yeah. Waves and Spa, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna treat you right." I'm yeah, like, that sounds good. That's in my blood. I need to like,
0: I need to treat people. I feel like I feel like it'll come back. I feel like that that's just slowly, you it know, will. slow. We're slowly creeping back towards that that realm. Hopefully. And then like as so yeah, by the time, you know, by the time the album's out completely, you should be able to yeah, actually tour by next cross. January. fucking... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would like to see sooner myself. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So it was fourth of July last or, or twenty nineteen last time you guys played? Last time we played together, yeah. yeah you didn't Besides streams like, or anything? The studio, yeah. What uh you have uh you have some other projects though, right? Have you done anything else with uh that's I true. Always fuck it, I always fuck it up, but uh, Edward, Edward almost. almost, yeah. I I, I always I uh, always think of Edward James almost. Well, that's yeah, let's
1: play on that for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like, um, oh, I love Battlestar Galactica, so yeah. I just picture him in that. <laughs> I think you should wear like a colonel, like his. Uh, what was he, <laughs> captain or a colonel or whatever? You could like totally wear his garb uh, Ed- when you do that.
1: Edward almost is like this weird ass like thing. So they're not—I don't even—they're not even originally
0: my songs. That's okay. Oh fuck. Okay, so pinball. The, pinball, by the way, this brings us back to pinball when we did the haunted pinball thing yes. or whatever or, or, uh, in October. Whichever.
1: Yeah, I've I've played two pinball tour- tournaments with you now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the That's only two tournaments I've ever played has been with you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm
0: <laughs> terrible at it, but you do well. Um but yeah, you, okay, that's right. Now I recall you telling me when we were getting like tall cans to drink up. Yeah, oh, yeah we were getting all pregamed. Hour. Yeah, before the next hour, a uh, batch of uh, masked up, super socially distant pinball yeah. at that place <laughs> where they had like bumpers between every two machines and all that. You it was only... like a
1: Halloween themed, yeah, so there was, was like smoke machine going on yeah, in the basement.
0: Yeah, wow. that was one of the coolest things uh I, I did during quarantine for sure. Huntcade. Cade.
1: that's what
0: it's called. Yeah, Cade. Check them Denver, out in Denver. Yeah. I think I know they got an Instagram and all that shit. Blood, yeah, it, it seemed like it was just one dude. Yeah, it seemed like it was just one dude, maybe the other dude working upstairs taking the money. Right, yeah. But, man, it was, it was just one dude in a wig with some heavy fog <laughs> machines and some like <laughs> fake cattle prods and uh dude, that that was a fun time. It's it's really hard to explain what it was, but uh but, Yeah, so I remember you telling me the um Kind of. Then they were like found songs or something, right? Or a journal or some shit. These
1: songs were written in like 2003 or four Mm. by a friend of mine who would like tried performing them and was like doing the musician thing, but then decided he wanted to be an author instead, so he started writing books. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, "Hey, I really like your songs. They're amazing. I can tell they're amazing. Can I use them?" Uh So I've been like performing these songs under this alias for the past what, fuck, dude, almost coming up on 20, like, you know, like, 18 years. That's wild. Isn't that insane? Yeah. And so, like, the the incarnations of the band has been, like, I've maybe 10 to 15 different bands of people who played these songs with me. I've never recorded them. It's always been, like, a live thing. And when I worked at Meow Wolf, the first job I actually, like, My my payroll first job was like an entry level front desk, but before that they hired me as a performer, and that was the character I came up with. I was like, my name's Edward Almost. I'm just looking for my band. You see my band? (laughs) And that's like I'd walk around like this space and be like, hey, hey y'all, you see my band? And they're like, uh, no. And I'm like, oh, all right, well we got a gig. You can come see us sometime. You know. I'm like, you want to help me write a song? And I'd like start my like a little keyboard, and I was like, I just need wor- words from the song. You got words from the song? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: That'd really... be great at a place like Malwef where you have the freedom to as yeah. well, be as, as silly about it as you want to be. So and silly. Like, so I w- part of the thing.
1: The idea is eventually like, I'm going to make like, some sort of YouTube series or something yeah, of, make, like, uh, this uh, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, this guy. Yeah. Edward yeah. Almost, he's always looking the for life. his band. Yeah, yeah. Oh looking for the band looking the, Ed- band. <laughs> the <laughs> edward band? almost story yeah <laughs> no one take
0: that shit yeah looking looking for the band Look, oh no i, I got the website the i got all this <laughs> well,
1: well that i've was been a sitting B-ditty on the show, <laughs> for like <laughs> s-
0: seven years
1: now still don't have a website it'd be
0: wild if that's one of those things that you know all the all the work and effort and put into Robeto and all that shit and you know. <laughs> uh and then one day you just do like one edward almost get it's it like makes, you know, actually gets you gotta be money. that character yeah. and all that there's there's tons of those uh uh like mayor hawthorne was a character yep, yeah, and he, yeah. he was uh he was like a dj more than anything else i believe and he did it as like a like a almost a joke right like oh, i could do this thing and then it was like that instant like oh you're gonna this is this is a money maker right and now he's just that guy. You know what I mean? I saw that
1: in Denver with a hip-hop artist called 303. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was I'm all a joke. those guys before.
0: The, what is their... Uh, what I is don't know. Someone? I didn't listen to them. I don't know. They're not... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Handlebars? No. That's the band no, from here. No, that was... Uh, that was another one. Flowbots? <laughs> that was Flowbots. That was Flowbots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're all great. I, I know uh, the dude, Tony... Um, Tony is managing Flowbots now. I just saw him uh, at the or, uh, Oriental a few yes. weeks back. Went to In the Whale. That's cool that they
1: they they've been doing shows like throughout the whole thing, like yeah. adapting to it. Uh, yeah, hats yeah.
0: off to Oriental. I fucking yeah, appreciate yeah that, In the Whale show was great, man. In, In the Whale, them love podcast. them. Yeah, yeah dude, they're fun, man. They they've, they've been going out doing shit. I uh, like. Uh, I I've said this before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast yet, but merch wise. Something about you, Denver folks. Like you got the merch game down, bro. Your guys' shirts. If I wear, <laughs> uh, if I wear the sacred geometry one or That's the good. Ray Gun one, I design. It's over, dude. Yeah. It, like it's it, like wherever I go, <laughs> someone loves that shit. Someone either just uh, thinks it's just sacred geometry, and then I'll be like, "There's a band name in this," and then they're even more like, "What's yeah. this band? What are they? You know, what are they all about?" I'm like, yeah, it's probably not gonna be exactly what you think, but like, let's go with a yoga lady, right? Because uh, it's always a yoga person. But, uh, yeah, th- that and then the, the Reagan one is just, you know, regular people are like, what is his brand? This is so cool. The other thing I, I get, like- I get personally, is that people, there was such like, I didn't know you guys, mm-hmm. met you one night through Ikey. Yeah. You stayed at Jonas's house, we played music, fucking like amazing and night, we've been like that, right? inseparable ever since. Um, <laughs> And so those early days, people didn't understand. They thought it was one of my projects. Is what I still hear to this day. Yeah. Well, they'll be like, "Oh, I saw there was like a new Rubedo thing. Like, what do you uh, congratulations and I'm like, I'm not in the band at all?" <laughs> They're like, "But like Ruben, Rubot, Rubedo, you're always playing shows together." I was That's like, true. We played some shows together. But, like, well, more than yeah, some, dude. Had, like we have. There's so stuff. many
1: flyers out there that say DJ Rubot and Rubedo.
0: That is true. That is true. There is like are uh, several in that was, this in this market especially, but. <laughs>
1: in in colorado i don't know what it is but like yeah the marketing was like a part of the game you know yeah it's
0: like they they, they, the because like i said the in the whale is another one where if i any of their shirt designs if i wear them out in public someone's gonna ask me what it is and that doesn't happen with every band you know what i mean like they don't care that it's a band per se either it's just a design like there's a wayfair a great metal band from there um same thing, like just and it, and theirs is a pretty standard metal design, uh-huh. but for whatever reason, I'm just like it's got that Denver flair, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, we're all c- artistic I guess, touch, dude.
1: I guess like you start seeing everybody else in the way they're doing like something, you're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, you oh, can't yeah, lie gotta, behind. I got to yeah. do something about that. But like even as a kid, like I would for ADD, we would like make our own flyers, yeah, you know, and like I, just, I figured out like uh, the paint, Microsoft's paint, yeah, you the know. Paint, dude. <laughs> I um uh, I remember a flyer specifically Greg's dad uh collected a bunch of them but there's one flyer that like we made for our like high school band and like, it's just like a roll of toilet paper like <laughs> and the piece is coming off and the, the all the information is like Buddy. on the Buddy. piece of it and then like at the text of it it says wipe your butt with this flyer," <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro I I I don't have it but I am like 98% certain we made almost the same fucking flyer in my, <laughs> that man that Overflow was talking That's about. That's marketing, marketing. Yeah, dude, like, that was like right up our alley in the fucking uh, late 90s or whatever. Right. I remember our t-shirt was so bad. It was this plain white t-shirt. I hated that part about it. And it just said Overflow on the front and like the most, like we thought it was like a, a cool font, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't anything. And on the back, it was just like, uh you know, pencil style drawing. Of a dude pissing on a flyer uh. from the, the what the band used to be uh, before it was Overflow. Uh, it was like they played one show by the way under this other name called like <laughs> the un- most inside or inside, inside joke. Dude, we yeah, <laughs> no one gave a fuck. And then we're in high school, so we're trying to sling this shirt where there's like you know. Someone pissing on the thing. And, you know, those yeah. days, like, they're they're mad about the Calvin and Hobbs, you know, pissing yep. on the Ford or whatever. That's where you got the idea, for yeah, sure. It was exactly yeah, that's exactly where we got the idea from. <laughs> we did not, uh, you know, think of that at the time. That's but uh, right. No. But, yeah, I just remember making that and being like, you know, and we thought we were so fucking edgy and so smart <laughs> and all that shit. And then our band didn't last a year. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we didn't have good merch, dude. You guys got good merch. You guys are going to last forever. Well, you know? thanks. Um, we, we need to up so that what, merch game. We need some new merch. It's been a while. It has been a while. Oh, you know what, uh, speaking of that too, this is this might uh we're we're kinda delving into off the air stuff, I, I'm realizing and we do gotta wrap up. Yeah, let's I wrap it. open mic over here. Um but uh I saw the button from I don't think it was the Matt Embry. possibly the year before when you guys redid the uh uh bugs and uh Taz, the like the nineties oh, yeah, backwards. That was,
1: that was the Matt one.
0: Was it yeah. that one with the backwards the backwards clothing bug the crisscross? Bugs and Taz, but yeah. you guys rebranded it with Rubedo. I was like, oh my god, this is, there's is like, isn't that nostalgic uh, as fuck? Yeah, and especially like, I mean, you got you guys have seen. I remember, I think early on, that's probably how we became uh, closer in general. After the first time too, is I, you know, I would always make these funky flyers for so you guys. Or I would take like old movie posters or whatever and redo them. I remember there's one where there's like. It's some terrible 80s movie, but it's, like, these guys in, like, leather suits and people. That was a Blunt Club, yeah. Yeah, I think it was something like that. And someone was, like, kind of like, uh, no, 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 uh, not Blunt Club. It was uh, Tempeasy. It was when oh, I was doing Tempe yeah, yeah. Tavern. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, and I remember people even being like, is that the band? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> yes. maybe. Uh, come find out, dude. Uh, come, <laughs> come see. Maybe they, maybe, maybe they got a cartoon image of them in the 80s, dude. Who fucking knows, buddy? Like, they wear leather suits. That's but, uh, half the fun man and
1: that's why I'm I'm glad we didn't blow up or whatever yeah. the way we you know it, the way like bands get signed and shit like that like we've had control over all this shit yeah. so we've been able to a, express our creativity through all of that without being like restricted in any way love and, it
0: and and I mean the thing is and it's I guess it's a testament to why you exist still is like all three of you are still only doing uh you know artistic uh, are only in artistic endeavors because I mean, we must what yeah, else yeah, do we that's, do? that's what i mean it's so it's so clear you know a, whether it be alex playing you know country guitar or or Dude. greg you know greg doing you know the uh, a festival and... yeah a festival in the middle of westwood or what you know like a, a westwood like, or whatever or like i like got a shitty a punk Wolf. band yeah. yeah yeah it's like <laughs> but like there none of you you know not that maybe that would have happened if you blew up and it fell apart or whatever the fuck, but, like, none of you have gone the route of, you know, Gre- I mean, Greg's barely having a baby. You know, Alex, Alex is, you know, pretty domesticated. Yeah. But still, I mean, we, had, we had they're the wedding in little, Vegas, he's, dude.
1: He just bought yeah. a house. Congrats oh, to him. Yeah, like, congrats to that Alex. Thing. Yeah, yeah so, I'm definitely I mean, the youngest <laughs> yeah, yeah. sold, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I and I, but,
0: you know, I think I think that's um, I think it's a good sign, you know, yeah, it's a good sign that like I no wouldn't have what, it you any other will... way. Yeah, and and that's how I feel. That's why like uh, you know when I was saying you know like I said I got to get to the open mic here in a minute and I'm not like I'm grateful for it. Me I need too. breaks once in a while. I took okay. last week off after all, right. all the open mics. All right, I'm listened it with this. All right, let's do it.
1: Robbie with a uh, Playboy man, baby. Yeah, yeah. Wrote this song that's just like he goes, uh, brushing my teeth in a truck stop restroom. Uh, trying to sleep while the stranger does cocaine (laughs) playing to an empty venue waking up wasted now here we go again inside jokes with outside voices it's 3 a.m on a tuesday and i'm trashed blacked out in a filthy warehouse my phone died and i just ran out of cash I missed the road, and I can't wait to get back. Thanks, Robbie. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I <dude. laughs> That was sick.
1: What did, what did, how did you memorize Because I listened to that song on repeat, because it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That is great. I love those guys, man. Well, shit, thanks for being here. I feel like, uh, I feel like we barely scratched the surface. I feel like we could do this for three more hours. We could, but let's, let's cut it off. Yeah. It's boring. It's going to get boring <laughs> for someone, right? Uh, but, yeah, man, we'll, hopefully we'll have to do this again. We'll somebody this again. enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm sure they did. I'm certain they did. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do this again, though. You know, you have to come back and jump in more uh, pinball tournaments. Hopefully, you uh, know, that's where I'm going right now. Hopefully, we get you signed up for the open mic tonight. You can play a couple songs.
1: <laughs> nah, I might just play pinball.
0: We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I
1: just, I so appreciate you being here and doing yeah, this, man. Thank man. you for uh, yeah. answering the
0: call. Cheers. Oh, yeah, of course, dude. Anytime you call, answer. Yeah. Love you. Unless I'm sleeping. I sleep late, you know? Yeah,
1: well, I love sleeping, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, buddy. But, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Uh, so, yeah, check out, uh, check out, uh, I don't know what your plugs are. I don't know oh, yeah, how plug to plug it. you. Uh,
1: rubedomusic.com. Yeah, rubedomusic.com. If, if you want to find us on, like, uh, Instagram or all of that, it's just at Rubedomusic. Yeah,
0: R-U-B-E-D-O. R-U-B-E-D-O. <laughs> Ruby-doo. Is it Ruby-doo? Uh yeah man well I'm excited Dude, the, the the new songs are cool it's uh, definitely like it's definitely a little different it's, uh clearly, yeah the, the more heavy but, ones
1: are coming out in the next EP yeah
0: yeah when I talked to Greg the first time I was like oh, it's all so mellow and he's like I didn't think about it that way I'm like how do you <laughs> 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 <you're> not we, <laughs> like, uh, we put it out and we're like whoops no <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no no it makes we're sense, gonna get but, the um, response yeah 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 no it makes sense man it's it's cool it's uh it's cool just to hear. You know, I was just stoked to hear new music from you guys in general. Especially, you know, I'm, I'm around you guys enough to where I'm like, yeah, I, I see the process, and I'm just like, come on, let's, it, let's go! <laughs> let's get it, I need it, I want some too, you know. Me too, I man. Can, I'm uh, thirsty for I sure. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's been, yeah, it's been since the uh, the last Fourth of July that, uh, yeah, I've seen you guys. So that seems like a long time. So maybe we'll have to get you, uh, we gotta get, get you. you guys playing here. You guys got to play Yucca. That's yes, what I'm saying. yes, and yeah. Yucca
1: North, man. I'm all yeah, about yeah. once they start doing shows.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, like this fall, I think. Yes. All right, all right look
1: out, Barbado! This fall, this coming fall. at you, coming all Maybe. the way at
0: you. We'll see.
1: <laughs> Such confidence. <laughs> all right, dude. right, let's get out of here. I'm gonna go
0: do open mic. Peace.
1: Yeah, that was good. Hey, we did it.